I want to tell you about a podcast you should check out. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. The latest season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and it busts common myths about special education. As a parent myself of a child who's had an IEP since kindergarten and he's now a 10th grader, I know how confusing, overwhelming, frustrating, sometimes daunting the whole process can be. I checked out an episode of Understood Explains called The Difference Between IEPs and 504 Plans. And what I love about it is how easily Juliana explains everything. She answers common questions that probably every parent or caregiver has. She dispels myths and is concise and to the point. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. And there's a direct link in the show notes if you need it. This is your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode number 203. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. If you are brand new, if you just happened upon this podcast, first of all, there are no accidents. Welcome. I am going to encourage you to go back to episode 200 and start there for the entire month of February. I am doing daily diaries, short podcast episodes where I'm telling kind of a story so it does kind of matter that you go in order. Also, if you want to get these in email format, because I have them pretty much verbatim, kind of like the transcripts that I'm sending out to my people in the month of February, you can simply text the word kickass to 444-999 and you will start getting these emails. I'd be so incredibly grateful if you shared this with someone that you think might be able to relate to it because that's pretty much everybody. All right, let's jump in to today's Daily Diary. This one I'm calling A Tale of Two Feelings or something like that. As I've been talking about all week, I've been talking about this whole book launch that I've been going through and really throughout the entire book launch, which is technically still going on and started in the middle of 2017. I've really vacillated between being so overwhelmed with all the things to do, also all the feelings of not good enough, all the pressure of having this, having to have this be successful, the pressure of the spotlight, and all the massive gratitude of doing this work. Maybe this is what they really mean by having it all, all the feelings all the fear, the anxiety, doing it anyway, and also having love and gratitude and joy on a massive level. As many of you know, and many of you can probably relate to, I struggle with some black or white thinking. It's either all or nothing. And that's how I've really kind of been with feelings Two, given that I am someone who really only started to consider herself emotionally literate and then moving into having any emotional intelligence, around 2011, when I got sober is when that, you know, the emotional uh, literacy started to happen. So the last six years have been a learning experience when it comes to feelings and emotions. 
One of those things is being able to hold more than one feeling at a time, sometimes many feelings, because for a long time, I thought you had one or the other. It just didn't make sense to me to hold more than one at a time. For instance, San Diego, that city has always held a lot of weight for me. It's where I left my broken heart. And I honestly think that I felt that I could um, I could geographically <laughs> fix my problems when we left in um, we left right before I got sober, the very beginning of 2011. And I left my broken heart there. And more specifically, I knew walking into this book tour, visiting San Diego would be hard for me because my dad wouldn't be there like he was last time. You know, the first time when my first book came out, 52 Ways to Live a Kick-Ass Life, as I mentioned yesterday, I did one book event. It was in San Diego and my dad was there cheering me on. For those people that don't know, he died in uh, 2016 when I was writing the book. And obviously he's not going to be at my latest, at my book signing in San Diego. I also hadn't been back there since his death. I knew I would need a lot of moral support, so I invited my two sisters and my brother who live in the area. I invited them to to my book event. And of course, I invited all my friends. And then if you've read my book, it's kind of a side story. If you've read my book, you might remember a story that I told about a friend of mine who had broken up with me when I was going through my life falling apart year in 2006. And then a couple of years after that, we were friends again. And then she kind of ghosted me. And it was this, it was a really emotional, grieving part of my life that I had to go through. So she randomly messaged me in October of 2017. Obviously, I had already written the book. It was about to come out. And so she messaged me in October, kind of out of nowhere. And I invited her to meet up with me on this trip that I just went on a few weeks ago. So I knew walking into that meeting with her was going to, and not meet by meeting, like we were going to like have dinner. I knew walking into it was going to be a hard conversation with her. More on that story at the end of this month. I'll tell you everything that, that transpired. So needless to say, going to San Diego was going to be a really emotional one for me. And, you know, I was also working. I was also, you know, having to show up for my audience at a, at a book event at Barnes & Noble. And to be honest, I wasn't really worried about that. I, I I do feel like I am a professional. I can I can hold it together. I really I have a lot of confidence around that. And when I had the event for my first book, a lot of people showed up. And the manager at that Barnes and Noble even told me I sold more books than most author events than they usually did. So I thought this one was in the back. However, <laughs> you know what's coming, right? <laughs> oh my God! All right. There's definitely been times in my life where my paycheck ran out before I got paid again, and I wish I could have accessed my next paycheck a few days before I was due to get it. Well, what if I told you that can happen with Earnin? Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. 
Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use Earnin for anything you need to, therapy visits, rent, or even extra self-help books. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in noise under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. Noise under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's what happened. One of my siblings, who shall remain unnamed, never texted me back when I group texted the three of them about the event. I texted this particular sibling privately a couple of days, like a few days before the event, saying like, hey, just didn't know if you got the group text (laughs) when we were all talking about this. It's happening on this date at this time at this place. And nothing, no response. And then I asked one of my other siblings about it, and that person said, oh, that sibling is really busy with their thing. Don't take it personally. And I'm over here like, don't take it personally? Our dad died, and I need you all. And I might die if this person doesn't show up. Like, that's how I was feeling. Oh, my God. So anyway, at the event, and everything seems to be going smoothly. As I started my talk, I'm looking around and noticing that there are key players that were missing from the audience. So I'm like trying to do my talk, which thankfully it wasn't my first one. I, you know, I, I kind of had it down to a science at that point. So it's like one part of my brain is like showing up and talking to the audience and doing my thing. And the other part of my brain is like, where the fuck are y'all? And, you know, my two other siblings that I just had dinner with across the parking lot were not there in the audience. They were late. They were missing it. I also looked around at the same time and saw amazing people that I used to work with that I hadn't seen in like 15 years. So I'm like coming out of my skin with excitement to see them. I saw the people who used to babysit me when I was in elementary school. I saw about six girls I went to high school with. Some of them I was Girl Scouts with in elementary school. I saw a woman I knew online and I had never met her in person yet, smiling at me from the front row. 
So I was like, oh my God, like excitement slash massive disappointment. It was painful and it was wonderful. What I learned that night is that I can hold all these emotions. I don't have to say, oh, I can't be disappointed and hurt that so-and-so didn't show up because look at all that I have to be grateful for. I can't bypass my feelings. And it was a pretty extraordinary lesson for me that yes, I can have both. There is so much dichotomy in all of us. You can't bypass the dark just because you feel like you have to only embrace the light. We all have the capacity to hold it all. I invite you to stick around for Friday's episode, which is tomorrow, where this all comes together for you and there's an assignment. And also, if you are in my How to Stop Feeling Like Shit book club, you know who you are. There's a special exclusive offer arriving in your inbox today, February 8th. All right, ass kickers. Until tomorrow, I will see you out in cyberspace. Bye-bye. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent with sometimes hilarious and always thought provoking experts and friends at Mindful Mama. We know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.